You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 450 of Podcateers. This week, we talk about one of our favorite movie spots from the last few years closing down. Disney Plus will soon bring back some of our favorites. We comment on the preview of Super Nintendo World in Hollywood, entitled Disney Guests, the opening of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and we hear about more great moments with Mr. Andrew. We'd love for you to join the conversation over on our social networks, including Instagram and Facebook, but we invite you to join us on our Discord server. Joining the community is super simple. Just head on over to podcateers.com links and click on the Discord button to join our community. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that helped make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers After Show, and access to our happy hour calls just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. Alright, I'm about to go grab some more tea, so it's time to get this episode going. If this is your first time hanging out with us, welcome. We hope that you enjoy the episode and that you come back for more. And of course, if you've been hanging with us for a while now, welcome back, friends. Here is episode 450 of Podcateers. Put on your happy voice, Hazen. I don't know what we're doing that's, here. We're just... That's what you get. I don't know. I mean, I had nothing. You know, it's funny. I was joking around at work saying that I want to do like a radio show now and just be like Wolfman Jack. Bring <laughs> down the voice and play music all night long. But <laughs> then as I was talking like that in my meetings... I started laughing at one point because if you've been in the MP3 and audiophile game, like these days you don't really worry about that stuff because you got your Spotify's and your iTunes musics and your Pandora's of the world and whatever apps you happen to listen to music, right? But before, (laughs) we've talked about this before, we had these MP3 players and we had these devices where we had to copy music from CDs and whatever stuff we had and we made like mp3 files out of them and um back in the day there was this old software called winamp oh yeah and (laughs) winamp had uh an audio file that would install by default and so every time you would launch it it would be like winamp it really whips the llamas and then you know it would say like what it would whip on the llama (laughs) and so as we were we were uh, in a meeting. I I happened to say that, and I started to chuckle. I couldn't get it out of my head because, I'd like for most of the meeting, all I kept thinking to myself was Winamp. It really <laughs> whips the llamas. <laughs> listen here, kids. Family. Yeah, here minivan kids. <laughs> L- listen to all that stuff Hazen had to do to get mu- music to listen to. 
it's like it's like the stone age i mean i'm sure you know if, if there's older people that have like i i remember when i had to have a walkman or a tape you know uh, you know on tape or they didn't exist and i had to uh listen to a record and that was it or the radio but you know if you wanted your own curated music you had to do the work. There was Spotify didn't exist or Mm-mm. Pandora or whatever, but Tidal. Uh, I don't know. What's another Apple Music Plus? I don't think Tidal Plus. exists anymore. Oh, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I don't think it exists. What is that's the that's the like that was like the artists driven one, right? Tidal. That's the one Jay Z started. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Spotify, Apple Music plus banana i don't know what else? i'm sure there's all banana. these other ones. banana i think youtube has their own music one now as youtube well. red youtube music youtube music yeah, yeah i know they have their one because every time i play a song on there and then i accidentally swipe away because i forget then the song stops and then it gives me an ad to say hey by the way if you had youtube music right. this wouldn't happen i'm like right. i'm not pay- i already have spotify i'm not paying for also youtube music yeah I've been there as well. I I forget that sometimes too. Hey, you know what was sad? Speaking of old technologies, you know, during the pandemic, one of the things that I would like to do is watch movies at a, a drive-in that was fairly close to our house. Uh, it's a uh, it was called the Mission Tiki Drive-in, and mm-hmm. it was themed tiki. It was it's kind of cool. And uh, I got an email this last week that they were closing. And it wasn't just like, hey, come on the farewell tour and watch like another film or something, right? It was like, hey, thanks for coming. We're closed now. Oh, (laughs) a little abrupt. Yeah, email was sent and apparently people that knew it was happening, it was like on a Thursday night or something. The people that knew it was happening were there to see the lights go off because everything just got shut down, turned off, and it just Mm -hmm. went dark, right? it kind of hit me like I was like man what am I going to do now like there's a couple other drive-ins but they're an hour or so away from me yeah I guess I can wait for Disney plus but there's certain things like we've I think we talked about this um on discord where no we talked about it on an FGP call like FGP members are up for renting out an entire theater for all of us Mm -hmm. you know so we can hang out because you know, if it's oh, yeah. a, a dozen or two of us, then there's enough space where we could, you know, if you wear a mask if you want to wear a mask, and uh, or we can even make it part of the criteria to be there, right? Um, but we can rent out a theater, we could spread out, and then we can watch a movie together like we did in, in the olden times. Back you in know? the day! So I want to, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put it out there, that's not fully off the table. I want to look into it a little bit more to see like what we could do and how to stay safe and everything. But uh, yeah, uh, more to come if that develops into anything further. But since we are talking about it, FGP squad, we do have a call coming up. Uh, February 11th is when that call is going to be happening. So we hope that you can join us to Ooh, hang out, up play soon. some games, uh, talk, cry, laugh, whatever you want to do. You know, it's open to whatever. You know, maybe there might be a nice uh, listener out there that's uh, flush with cash. Maybe they want to buy Mission Tiki and reopen it. So, uh, 
you know, get in contact with us. We'll help you out. We'll we'll figure out some logistics. Hey, I'm sure Hazen would appreciate it. We'll get you some payment plans or something. PayPal has a pay in four, right? Well, yeah, or what is it? yeah put it on, put it, yeah, put it on Afterpay. Yeah, Afterpay. Affirm, no, I'm just saying, those, like the the this this uh, this uh, angel investor will will just buy it up, and and they'll just they'll just front the cash and then uh, open it back up. That, that and then just because they're nice, I would enjoy that definitely. Yeah, enjoy that. and then yeah. and then we'll call it Podcateers sponsored by whatever whoever that person is mission tiki theater yeah because i don't know not the mission tiki something new yeah yeah looked it up after i saw the email that came in and apparently they were planning on closing back in 2019 and then when the pandemic hit they kind of caught like a second wind right because all of a sudden everybody wanted to watch films where it was safe and so this there was kind of this like drive-in boom for them all of a sudden which was great and that's where we got the idea like it was just you know it was there so uh we did that and now it's closed and i'm sad so in the eyes of the angel With your three dollars a month, you can contribute to saving <laughs> the drive-in. <laughs> you can contribute to the four easy affirm payments to save the Mission Tiki drive-in. <laughs> you know what we do get to celebrate, though the the Mission Tiki gods taketh, but the Disney Plus gods giveth backeth. That's not how that goes. Eh, but we're whatever. getting new episodes. We yeah, know what you mean. But we're we're getting new episodes of Phineas and Ferb and Han- uh, Hamster and Gretel. I was going to do something there, but I couldn't think of something to say. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Perry the Platypus. I don't know. Doofenshmirtz is in that show, right? He kind of sounds oh. like this. No, he sounds exactly like that. He kind of sounds like this. This is I'm going to take uh, Dan Pavameyer's job and be... Uh, Devil Doofenshmirtz Incorporated or something, whatever it's called. I don't know. Anyway. I'm sure he would appreciate having a break. Yeah. You know, if I don't know. He's all only... over like TikTok and stuff. He's <laughs> I think he's or Instagram or one of them. He's he's big on online. Oh, he's on TikTok, yeah. He is yeah, a TikTok. He's big okay. on TikTok. If only there was a contest where you could do voices and possibly win a contract to do that. Huh. And anyway, maybe anyway. a conversation for another day. Maybe. But, but Hamster and Gretel and Phineas and Ferb, more summer vacation and whatever Hamster and Gretel's about. Yeah, I never watched Hamster and Gretel. Me neither. Um, I don't know what that's it's about. It's one of the <laughs> few cartoons I didn't get a chance to watch on Disney Channel. But Phineas and Ferb uh, was kind of neck and neck with Gravity Falls for me as like on the fun scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, just their creativity uh, in every episode always got me. And of Good course, music. Had... Good songs. Yes. Uh, what, what's the Aglet song? A-G-L-E-T, don't forget it. I don't know. I have so many. I have the, there's a a song, it's called Evil Boys. Um, it's Candace, the sister, sings it, but she sings it like a deep, like, blues singer, and I think it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> there's, like, yeah, the Squirrels in My Pants song. There's all kinds of fun songs. There are a lot of fun songs in the show. So, I'm really happy. Uh, I... You know, I never thought I would get to see if we could, I don't know, you know, Gravity Falls, if we ever saw 
a resurgence of Gravity Falls. I don't think Alex Hirsch would want to do it with Disney. I'm pretty sure that he would want to take that to like Netflix or somebody else. Well, that's to not like happen. Amazon Video or something. Uh, yeah, it's not obviously because Disney owns the characters, but mm-hmm. um, I, don't I don't know. know. Money it talks, would, man. There's a part of me that agrees that or agrees with that, but I, like Alex Hirsch, like when you hear him speak about the Disney company, like he is angry at the Disney company, man. That like, is true. I don't think I'll. We'll ever see Alex Hirsch work with Disney again. I mean, I guess never's a long time, right? I don't, I don't know if that's for, like, for sure. But you're right, money does talk. But in this case, I think the safer bet is to say that Alex Hirsch won't work with Disney again. Well, you know what? Let's do this, Alex. I know you're listening. Why don't you come on the show and you can uh, let us know your feelings about the Disney company and would you ever work for them and all that kind of stuff. The door is open for you to join the show on Pocketeers. So send us an email. Comments at Podcast. You can send it to you can send it to Quizneyland at Podcateers dot com. <laughs> <laughs> then it goes to me. <laughs> You know, uh, early on in the podcast, we had this campaign running for a couple of months where we were actively trying to get Alex Hirsch on the <laughs> yeah. podcast. And we we created like these Instagram puzzles with a lot of the ciphers. And like we had like black lights going over them where like when you click the black light on, it said like, will you be on our podcast and stuff like that. They were super fun. But he like at the t- he just never answered he wasn't like Bobby. He wasn't itching and chomping at the bit to be on the podcast. Well, you know what? Uh, it's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life. Bomb, 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 bomb. So maybe he <laughs> wants to join. Uh, maybe he wants to join the show now. So uh, a ball is in your court, Alex. There you go, Alex. The door is always open. The gauntlet has been set. I mean, all right. The invitation all right. has been laid out. All right, all you podcateer heads out there, uh, uh, podcateerios. I don't know. Do, <laughs> do we have a name for the people that listen to podcateers? <laughs> like no. Like besides, I know there's the FGP squad. Those are that we we know them, but we don't have any like the you know like Lady Gaga's got the little monsters and and I don't know other people got stuff. Like we need we need a name for all the all the listeners out there. I tried this at one point, man. I collectively, I thought we were all podcateers, and there was a resounding no. Y'all are podcketeers. We're not. And I was like, They're the, all right. I mean, you know, I well, thought it was know like musketeers, but what? What do not. you want to be called, uh, listeners? I, I'm putting all the questions out today. Um, is it podcateerios? That's like Cheerios. <laughs> Is it like that's <laughs> so uh, Sue Sylvester of you to want to call everyone podcateerios? <laughs> um, is it like I don't know what's another like the the uh, pot pot? I don't know. I don't got another one. <laughs> Maybe we'll figure something out. The and squad we'll on squad cateers. Squad cateers. Ooh, that's a good one. I came up with that. Squad cateers. <laughs> I'll put it on Those a are t-shirt the for you. Squad Cateers. <laughs> well, I'm excited. Get some new cartoons uh, to watch. Plus, uh, next month, about a month after we release this episode, we're going to have season three of The Mandalorian. Is it three now or four? Three. 
It is three, well, right? Well, it's like mm-hmm. three and a half. Three and a half because yeah, the, the Book of Boba Fett, Fett kind of Yeah, yeah that's in. true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about this season. I I think this this is the season where we're finally, I think, going to learn a little bit more about Grogu. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if anything's changed, but apparently a lot of, uh, I almost that's said Trenzalore yeah. because it's so similar to... Anyway, sorry. Wait, what's Trenzalore? Hold on, hold on. Uh, what, what, what? I mean, it gets a little, as they say, timey-wimey because it depends on the timeline. But in the original timeline of uh, the show, it is the final resting place of the Doctor. Doctor Who. From Doctor Who, yeah. Wait, Doctor yeah. Who? <laughs> oh, yes. here we go. <laughs> okay. No, <I'm> right. <laughs> uh, so, I'll do it every time. Every time I will do it. You're just going to have to get used to it. I think this is the the season where we're we're going to see him apparently trying to recuperate his status as a Mandalorian because you know he took his he took his helmet off and you know apparently the cult that he was a part of as he was told in season 2 was like yeah we all take off our masks now. We're cool with it. We're not in a cult. And but he's like, but this is the way. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm I'm happy. Uh, I like the Mandalorian. He's got that sword. Yes, the dark saber is awesome. Yeah, it's a lightsaber. I'm a dummy. <laughs> I'm a sword. <laughs> you know, I am not ashamed to say that the Mandalorian is probably my favorite Star Wars property. It's fun. It's totally it's pretty fun. Pretty good. Yeah. Can I add one little thing about why I'm so excited for this season? No. That we get crazy. to see <laughs> some more of the Fritz, Babu Fritz's family or something. I don't know who they are. There's... I've been asking for them to be on, in Batu, and that's not going to happen. So I, I'm so okay that they're going to be out in uh, the Mandalorian. So There's going to be more Ooh. Babu Frick. Creatures? Yes, Frick. Oh, uh, my goodness. Okay. Shame on me. This is what happens when it's so <laughs> late at night and we're doing and, this. Yes, and you're just so excited. And then, yes. <laughs> I haven't seen anything for the new season, so I'm I'm curious as to what... I, I, I got to watch the trailer and stuff. So there's, there's like little Babu Fricks in the trailer or whatever. Yes. Okay, I got to watch this then. Yeah. I'm I'm behind. I've been busy. I've been a busy guy. You have guy. been busy. So. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> As, you know what? That's whatever. I have a feeling that tonight's whatever be ends the up good, happening. Good yes, I have a feeling <laughs> that whatever ends up happening in season three of The Mandalorian is going to uh, see itself into Galaxy's Edge a lot more, given some of the changes that we've seen. Uh, I and and th- when you said you know we probably won't see Babu Frick in. Mm-hmm. You know, in Galaxy's Edge, I don't know. I feel like oh my gosh. the changes that they've <laughs> made, like already kind of breaching the timeline mm-hmm. of Galaxy's Edge with the characters that they've had, I feel we're on a trajectory of them really doing this whole Star Wars land thing versus Galaxy's Edge like vibe to it. And if that's the case, like we may get, like even if it's not like a meet and greet or something, 
imagine just going somewhere and he pops out from behind a wall, right? And he just like randomly pops out and says something and then like pops that oh, was, wait, that's the wrong That thing. was my armchair right there. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yes. probably why that idea was so like vivid in my head. Yep. So it's perfect. We already thought of it. Like Disney, you already have the idea. Just go back, listen to the Galaxy's Edge armchair imagineering. It's all laid out. Boom. (laughs) We're ready to go. Now that you reminded me that it was on that episode, I was like, oh, wow, we really did talk about that. Yes, we did. (laughs) It's it's there for the taking. Mm -hmm. Keep taking our ideas, Disney. And give (laughs) whoever you want credit, but give us a a golden pass. Oh, that'd be nice. we'll, We'll take it. It'd be nice. Hey, didn't you mention that some, like the, Things went down in price at Galaxy's Edge this week, too. Yes, the lightsabers. What are they priced at now? Uh, I have the picture right in my face. They are priced at 219 And they used to be 249 Didn't they start off at 200 though? Yeah. Like, I'm Thanks, glad JPEG. that they brought down the price. 220 is... I'm not going to say it's a great price. I think it's... To some people, it'll be more palatable because the additional thirty dollars yeah. can buy maybe a couple more kyber crystals or something, so or you can food. change the color after <laughs> you build it. Or food, yeah. Or the bag that it doesn't come with anymore. Oh my gosh, that's right. Oh, that's right. It doesn't come with. That's probably why the bag is thirty dollars. <laughs> oh, did we just solve this? <laughs> I, you know, I Larry would be the person to ask because I don't yeah. know if the bag is thirty dollars. I just threw that out there. I think it should go back to $200, to be honest, because when you think about what goes into creating one of those, they're buying those parts in bulk. There's no way that it costs them $200 to make one of those things. Like, I get it. It's part of an experience and everything, but... 100 maybe even 150 is what that thing should be priced at. 200 is already a stretch. I get it. The experience and everything. 250 was like way too expensive. 220 is on the right track, but if you have to buy the bag, then uh keep going Disney. Bring it back. Looks like the bag is $50. What? Woo! So you end up paying more <laughs> than what it was priced at? Wait, this is what? like the premium bag, so I don't know if it's different than like if they had like different levels of like a cheap bag and a and a more expensive bag, but now they're just giving people like a plastic bag. <laughs> That's sad. That's sad. Yeah, I saw a video the other day of somebody that had built um the staff, like the double sided lightsaber staff that um Darth Maul has. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, they were at Disneyland carrying it around, and like Simu Liu was in the park that day, oh. and so he saw it, and he's like, "Oh, can I see that?" And of he's like in the could. middle of Main Street, like <laughs> doing all these like cool spins and stuff with oh, the, uh, with the lightsaber. If that was anybody else, like the plaids would have come right over, and they're like, "Sir, please put that down. You should not be doing that." But it was Simu Liu, so they were like, "Oh, more, please." Because I would have just been like, stay back, people. Let him do his thing. Let Shang-Chi do his right. thing. <laughs> I agree. Let him do his let him do his stuff. He's a he's a freaking Marvel superhero. Let him soon spin to be legend at this around. point. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, speaking of doing random things in the park, I, I saw another video that to be completely honest, it just irked me so bad. We're constantly talking about 
uh, people that want to be influencers going to the parks and doing things to get attention, usually mm-hmm. yeah. uh, at the um, at the cost of other people not enjoying their time in the parks. And so, yeah. you know, when Bob Chapek had talked about the the undesirables coming to the park, I'm, I you know, we touched on it before that it was you know, some of the people that always went to the park. But the more I decipher that comment, I I, I kind of feel like it wasn't necessarily just pass holders. I think they meant pass holders that always have a camera and are trying to be influencers but negatively affect other people's time in the park i agree with you but you have to remember that that quote got gets mismangled all the time and it was undesirable attendance mix is what the whole quote was so i still think he was talking about annual pass holders because a lot of people just kind of took the undesirable out of it but it was undesirable attendance mix was the what the quote was i believe that he said so fair enough but I but, want but to I use it just for your, this now. I agree with your sentiment. Yeah, especially for those who kind of ruin the magic for other people, and it's like we're trying to kind of keep that going. And hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, we always we talk about like the live streams that Larry does in the park, and you know, mm-hmm. I don't get to catch them when he's actually doing them, right? I mm-hmm. usually go back and I watch them on the YouTube channel, and. I, I want to give the mods that he has a shout out because, yeah, you know, we've talked about how, you know, when he's on an attraction or like he's watching a show or something like he won't talk like he'll let the show happen. He'll let the attraction go on, whereas other influencers spend half their time talking to the camera or talking to their phone and it just ruins the experience for everybody. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, you know, obviously shout out to Larry and Rebecca, right? But like the right. mods also do a really great job on the channel of reminding people like, hey, you're not going to hear Larry talking um, or they'll, well, they'll, they'll say goofy guy. They won't say Larry, right? But they'll yeah. say, like, just a reminder, <laughs> right. goofy guy won't be talking during the performance or while he's on the attraction to not ruin the experience for anybody else, right? And that that's the type of respect that, you know, I talk about where like, it's cool if you want to live stream, it's cool if you want to record stuff, it's cool if you want a, a vlog, but don't mess it up for other people, Definitely. right? And right. so the the trickle-down effect of what ends up happening is worse for others, right? The people that are trying to do things safely and correctly, like one of the biggest offenses I've seen recently was this last week, there was somebody taking photos in front of the castle and she had a cake and there was like a fire sparkler, like fire lit on top of this cake. Like a 4th of July ca- firework like that you buy it. Like, yeah. yeah. And so like I was reading the comments and people were saying things like, oh, that's like a bottle service sparkler. It's, it's harmless. It's like, no, it's not harmless. Because <laughs> what ends up happening is whether that one was let's say that it was safe to use, right? Mm-hmm. What it ends up encouraging is copycats bringing in worse things later to see what they can get away with. Yeah, How this thing got even past Disney security is one of the biggest questions. 
but this type of behavior ruins it for other people this is the type of behavior that gave us rules like you can't take selfie sticks and stuff like that because people were getting them in other people's faces they're waving them around on attractions they're hitting other people with them like it's they're disney's trying to keep Mm -hmm. people safe right and so doing something like this just creates copycats that end up ruining the experience for everybody else I'm sure like I don't I haven't seen anything from Disney yet like I haven't seen like an official word or anything I don't know if they were trespassed from the park I know that they were escorted out but I don't know if they were trespassed Uh, for those of you that that are listening that don't know the term it's basically when they ban you from the park Mm -hmm. you know you get a lifetime ban if you're trespassed and I don't know if that happened but just like we heard um Remember when Disney got sued what, with because of the the passes or the magic keys and there was like a class oh, yeah. action lawsuit? I think so that was several months on. ago. Yeah, so that started several months ago. And when the magic keys became available again, there was specific language in the new terms and conditions that kind of addressed that entire thing so that you couldn't mm-hmm. sue Disney for not getting like the days you thought you were promised or anything like that. So they made the language clearer. And I'm thinking that this thing that happened with this firework in the park or the sparkler or whatever you want to call it, um, I'm sure we're going to hear something at one point and we're going to he- like see updated terms and conditions. Uh, I know people are calling for updated scanners, um, and I don't, I don't know what ended up happening to that. I know that they tested them at one point, uh, but they never implemented them, which is why we still have the manual process. Uh, so I don't know if they're going to switch off to full scanners like they do in other parks. I know Universal already does it, but this is ridiculous. We're starting to see more and more of this, and mm-hmm. the first thing that comes to my head is the audacity of this person doing this it's gonna ruin it for everyone else it's stuff like that that leads to the articles of disney adults and their behavior and you know how they do things it's stuff like this that lead to the disney adult articles this is why people peg us a certain way because of I, i keep wanting to curse like saying this stuff but it's this behavior that makes those articles happen you know, it, it's the fact that these people have, like I said, the audacity to do something like this that just it ruins everything for for everyone else that's trying to do things, you know, right or mm-hmm. trying to be respectful. Yeah. And, and to what you're saying before, too, that some people are saying, well, this is a oh, it's a sparkler. Oh, it's bottle service. It's safe to use. <laughs> No fire is is completely safe to use. Anything that is related to fire, I work in in the entertainment industry and live theater. This is something I have to deal with uh, somewhat frequently. People trying to bring fire into the building, into in use them into shows and stuff like that, and it's it, it's not safe. It, you know, clothes can catch on fire. Anything that creates a spark can. Uh, can then make a larger fire. I mean, we live in the state of California where wildfires are very prevalent and (laughs) they're started by, yeah, cigarette butts that are almost out, lawnmowers, like people being stupid. Like 
there anything that has related to fire can start a fire uh so <laughs> fire's no joke um and so uh just just don't mess with it if you're not in a a place that it is safe to to experiment with 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 fire or or you know even if you're buying a a manufactured product that is you know consumer grade firework sparkler whatever there's still some inherent danger and there are warnings on the boxes that tell you that you know use that at your own risk and da 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 so i i don't know why anybody thought that this was something that was okay to bring into disneyland and how they thought taking a picture with a lighted thing would not be like seen by anybody <laughs> so yeah i don't know it's just very bizarre everybody be safe with fire out there it's <laughs> it's not a not a a, a toy it's yeah. not the first thing i thought of when we had seen this video was can you just use photoshop i mean can we just not do that and make this have a cake have a cake cake is okay Food is okay. We brought in food, whatever. But the fact that you did this in the middle of pretty much everyone in front of the castle where it's the busiest, that's disrespectful. I mean, not just towards cast members, but like we mentioned, everybody else, because you had to make it about you, which I understand. Yes, you like the magic. You want to share the magic, but there's a way to do it without having to kill the magic and get yourself in trouble yeah so yeah not so but smart they just ruin the magic for themselves because they're probably not coming back for quite a while if ever and um, serves them right yeah you know what that's that's what you get uh <laughs> do stupid things get consequences there's there's a saying like that right uh win stupid prizes i'm sure there is win stupid prizes that's what it is you're yeah. welcome play stupid <laughs> play stupid games get stupid prizes yep. stupid prizes that's the there's one a, there's a youtuber that that i watch um his name is philip defranco and his one of his t-shirts or he made a t-shirt out of it because he would always like say it when he would talk about stories about being stupid and so the saying is, "Don't be stupid, stupid." <laughs> put it out on a T-shirt, and it, it's that's what I think of now when I, you know, aside yeah. from the yep. uh, the audacity of this person, it's like, "Don't be stupid, stupid." Mm-hmm. And I mean, Melissa, you brought up a good point of like Photoshop exists. Like Canva is free. I'm sure if you looked up Canva and typed in "sparkler" yes. in the elements, <laughs> there would be one there, and you could make it look real in like five seconds. Like it's it's yeah. you know, con- I don't want to get into like <laughs> this big old thing, but content is at in this day and age is so temporary that nobody is going yeah. to notice that your sparkler was fake. I mean, I'm assuming it was for a video and not a photo, but still like, is it is still. is it worth it? Like th- yeah, you're going to get views off of it, but that's going to be for what 5 days maybe and then it goes away. Like no people don't go back. Everything is so temporary that I'm sounding like a grandpa. Like I, But you're right just, though. That's the thing. You are. Yeah, it's just that's why everybody's having to churn out so much stuff is because everybody I mean, 
you know, everybody does it. They're they're on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and it's flick, 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 flick. You watch the video, flick, flick, flick. You know, you watch like what a thousand videos in a day, maybe depending on how long you're on, and it's it's just insane to think about all the effort all these people are going to, and how many people are just flipping by them, and then the other people that engage with it, it's. I, it's so temporary. It's bananas. I don't. I don't yeah. know. So I'm gonna get off my Apple box over here <laughs> and get off my lawn, kids. I don't know. It's yeah. <laughs> so two things before we wrap this one up and move on. Um, I'm gonna loop it back to being respectful, right? I know a lot of people that go take photos in the parks because they're sponsored by brands, and you know that's what they do. But the idea that so many people get that because TikTok is free and you could stream and Instagram is free, like the level of disrespect has grown exponentially because the people that want to be influencers for the sake of being just famous, not because they love Disney or maybe they did love Disney, you know, and they're using it as the catalyst to become famous. The, the sad part about all of that is that so many of them are willing to mistreat others and stomp over their friends and other guests just to get what they want. Just like this person, right? She put a bunch right. of people in danger. The idea that they thought it was okay, like you said, Andrew, there's always a danger, right? Like one of those sparks and stuff. Like the idea that so many people are walking by and one of those sparks could have like burnt a child or something. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's what got me the worst. Like the whole idea of everything that was happening just angered me you know to begin with but you know if you were walking by if you were walking towards her from the inside the castle out and you didn't see that it was lit like if you're walking in the front you could avoid her right you could turn away Mm -hmm. or something like that but if there's a crowd and we happen to be walking and we didn't see it and one of my kids got burned from something like that it's chernabog time right like it's (laughs) Like it goes yeah. full blown Chernabog at that point. And I like I think that's what angered me the most. The just not thinking about the other people that were around her with so many kids around. So anyway, I'm sure if you haven't seen the video, you could search for it. It's easy to find. Uh I don't think you know, we're not gonna repost on Instagram or anything like that. It's just I I it just angered me. But if you've seen it, you know what we're talking about. Uh let us know how you feel. And I'm curious to know how let's go back to discord and we can discuss this whole thing. And what do you think is too much? You know, like influencers, they're going to do their thing, right? If they got ads or taking pictures and stuff like that. Again, if you're not being disrespectful and you're not intruding on someone else's good time, then cool, you know, great. Do your thing. But when does it become too much? You know, would sound off. We'd love to hear what you think over on discord. Uh, if you're not part of the community yet, it's super easy to join us there. You can head over to podcasters.com slash links. There you will find a bunch of links that are pretty common, including our latest episode, uh, Quizneyland playlist, a link to the FGP squad page, um, and more, uh, including the uh, invite for our Discord server. So 
since we're talking about it, I'd like to send a quick shout out to all of the members of the FGP squad, our podcast, Fairy Godparents, because it is their support via Patreon that helped make these episodes of Podcateers possible. If you want to learn more about how you can become part of the FGP squad family, you can head over to podcateers.com slash FGP for more information. There you will find a list of some of our top contributors, a little bit about what the FGP squad is all about, and a link to our Patreon. Being a part of the FGP squad family gets gets you some additional perks like access to our happy hour calls. Our next one is February 11th. You also get access to a special section of Discord, uh, additional content up on Patreon, uh, random giveaways, and more. So if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. We'll be happy to answer any questions. But of course, to all of the members of the FGP squad family, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. Uh, hey, so a couple more things before we move on to great moments with Mr. Andrew this week. <laughs> we got the kickoff for the Disney 100 celebration. It was same week, I guess, that they were soft opening Super Nintendo World. So who did it to compete with who? I don't know. Maybe it was Universal that scheduled it around the same time. Maybe it was Disney that scheduled it around the soft open of Super Nintendo World. But we got some new stuff. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? Uh, Before we go into the Disney 100 stuff, have you seen any more of the videos that people are posting from Super Nintendo World? No, not much. I've just seen, like, photos of, like, these annual pass, like, previews that they're in right now is just, like, a giant cluster. Like, it's... It seems so crowded. It's oh, no. it seems it seems miserable. The land is tiny, like it's itty yeah. bitty, and there's just it's just packed wall to wall within their uh, annual pass previews. I've seen a lot of you know they had media previews and stuff like that where it was not as as packed, and I think the earlier um, annual pass previews weren't, but currently it's been like wall to wall people. Yeah. You know, whenever they do media previews, obviously, they're getting mm-hmm. unrestricted access to new lands, to foods. There's no lines. You know, the experience is so much better. Like, we talked about this back when we talked about the Star Cruiser opening. The experience is totally different when you do a media event. And it's cool because you get to see a lot more of the details that surround the land, the attractions, and all that stuff. But now that more people are going for these, like, the the previews you could tell that the land is a lot tinier than we thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And it, it looks like it's difficult to get around. Uh, oh. It it feels more crowded than the Wizarding World does. Uh, and it could just be because there's a lot of interest. Who knows? But from a technology standpoint, you know, their version of the Magic Bands, they're, I forgot what they called them. Do you know what they call them? Power right Up Band. Power Up Bands. Uh, they interact with a, a quite a bit of the world. They uh-huh. they have a lot of similar functionality to the Magic Bands. You know, they're NFC uh, geared items that you scan and they do stuff. So they do seem to have a lot of cool interactions throughout the land. My biggest concern is, you know, when Disney creates an attraction, they really do design things in a way that cater to as many people as possible. And I am on the um, huskier side of things. And because I'm on the huskier side of things, I don't always fit into everything at Universal. 
And mm-hmm. so my biggest concern going into this is like their big attraction is the Mario Kart attraction. Uh, and regardless well, of the type that's of seating, the attraction. Oh, that's Whoa, right. They only have it's one. Just one. They only have yeah. one. Yeah, it is just the one, the yeah, one in yeah. Japan only has two, which is the has the Yoshi ride, which is like kind of like a people mover kind of thing, and then the Mario Kart. Um, and this one only has Mario Kart, and then yeah. the interactive stuff. I think that's why I had in my head that there was a, possibly a second attraction because of the Japan one, but uh, I'm. You know, we we're planning on going to Super Nintendo World at some point because, one, we just love Mario and we think it would be a fun experience. But I'll be honest, man, I'm kind of concerned about not being able to enjoy the attraction because there's not a lot of attractions that I can do at Universal because the seats are not compliant to huskier people. Yeah, it's real unfortunate that Universal keeps having this problem. Like, especially in this day and age where, like, we know this already. Like, I don't understand why it keeps happening. Um, I am not a a small person myself. Um, Luckily, I've not had um, any issues uh, going on anything at Universal at this point. Yeah. I know, I remember, like, Flight of Passage at, in Walt Disney World was a little tight um, for me, but I think that was more the leg things than anything, you know, at Animal Kingdom. Uh, but so far, everything's been okay for me, and I know they have, at the Mario Kart one, it makes no sense that this very slow-moving attraction has you, like, barred in, like, six ways to Sunday when, when like a simple like lap bar could suffice, they have you like like click 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 click, or like the, what's the Gabriel Iglesias and he goes it goes click one oh, one yeah. click yep. one click. <laughs> yep. But um, so I mean I I'm assuming some of this is like well they made it in Japan and they copied the exact same thing and people in Japan blah 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 blah. I'm sure there's fat people in Japan too. Like, I'm a fat guy. I'm sure there's fat people in Japan. There's husky, healthy, damn people in Japan. Like, just as much as, you know, they might not be as prevalent as they are in the United States. But they're but there. Those people exist all over the world. Mm-hmm. Like, all people of all sizes exist everywhere. So why why, why make an attraction that is, one, not going to flip you upside down or go, like, crazy fast or something, have to be so restrictive in seating and like uh locking you in when yeah. when something a lot simpler could suffice and be more uh opening to to all people of of uh of whatever size like i don't know i don't know how to put it but you know what i mean like just oh, just I know make exactly it what you mean yeah just make it, it it's not hard I why mean, is it not I'm sure simple it, that's it i'm sure it's yeah. i'm sure it's like a little like no it's not hard like you just make it bigger like it's like yeah. i don't know like i'm sure i mean the answer is money i'm sure is is the whole answer it's cheaper to do it this way and then leave people out that's got it it's all got to be money like these are like we talk about all the time these are companies at the end of the day so it's just got to be a money thing but but I if don't it's know. a money thing you want to make money off of everybody so why wouldn't you just invest in that missed opportunity honestly because yeah. it's like not you want to have as many people ride your attraction. You want as many people to come yeah. to your park, 
why not cater to everybody? What is yeah. going on with the world? Come on, people. Universal. Yeah. And I know <laughs> and I know they do have at the one in Hollywood, I saw a video, they do have like a test seat for you to Those before horrible, you get on dude. the attraction. But that's I've embarrassing. I hate that. It is embarrassing. You're like in front of everybody. It's like yeah. do you fit? Nope. Just keep walking, everybody. And then, like, it lights up, like if it if you fit, yeah, like, it turns green. <laughs> no. Yeah, like, it like does. there's a big, it's, like a, it's big a red light. light. And if it gets to the click it's supposed to, the light turns green. And if it doesn't, the light remains red the entire oh, time. Oh my goodness! It's it's a wonderful experience all around. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of them. You know, just making them look. I think Snow White's Scary Adventures goes faster than the Mario Kart attraction, and all they have <laughs> is a little fiberglass door between you and the rest of it, right? So, you just have no. They have like, a lap they, bar. yeah, they have just the bar. It's oh like, yeah, they have the it. bar. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like uh like Rise of Resistance or Mickey the Mini Runway Railway. Like those are fast-ish moving trackless vehicles. I'm sure they don't move any faster or slow. You know, they don't move any slower than the Mario Kart thing. And that's just, it has a door and a seatbelt. So, well, look at Racers. <laughs> racers yeah, has racers, a seatbelt. A seatbelt. And it has like a thing where, like, you could just yeah, launch out of Yeah, it's racing. Like, it's an actual race attraction. And it's a seatbelt. Yeah. I, there, there's no excuse. There isn't, especially when there's like Mr. Toads and you, <laughs> there's nothing in front of you. You just sit. Yep. <laughs> I mean, Soren, yep. Soren, they lift you up in the sky. Yeah. You got a seatbelt. Like, That's true. Yeah. I mean, it, it really did bother me when I started to see that. I thought that they would take that into consideration given the fact that the Wizarding World got so much negative publicity about that. And then the Secret Life of Pets opened and they got the same thing for that one. And so when they really decided the secret life of pets one is also not like, yeah, it's like also super small. They also have the, the test seat and everything. It's but oh, Jesus, Bananas. I didn't hear about that one. <laughs> I thought that was just like a dark ride that was like flat and like no, a it, seat. I belt. mean, no, it, it's it a, is like I saw the video my kids took of it when they went. But, uh, yeah, it's same issue with that one. So I thought that what after hearing this a few this times planet? that they would have been like, OK, well, let's get our act together. But apparently, you know, they're thinking about opening the other the other park in Vegas. So they're spending all of their they're oh, using Texas. all of their. Oh, is it Texas? No, I'm pretty Vegas. Sure. Is no, Universal Vegas is the Universal is opening another park in Texas. But horror yeah. is coming to Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're using all their brain power to open up the horror stuff in Vegas instead of thinking of attractions that are catered to more people. So maybe the Universal isn't as good as we keep saying. <laughs> I don't know. I think Universal's great. You know, I, I, I think, mean, yeah, they are. Here's too, the but thing. Everybody's got their flaws. I don't no know. No matter what, people can find flaws in everything, you know, because you, you the best you could do is do your best to cater to as many people as possible. But this particular issue is one where they were aware of it already and mm-hmm. they decided to just take the same route with it. You know, yeah. so and I that's think, the, they I think the that's the thing issue... that bothers people the most. I think they had the same issue with Velosa Coaster, possibly too. I'm assuming, and yeah. yeah. I want. I. I now I'm curious as to this, the what their third gate they're building in Florida, what that's going to be, 
Oh, it's pretty much the same. If it's going to be a nightmare for, for you know, everybody over, like, uh, you know, that's not a size medium. Like, what is going to yeah. go? What, what's going on over there? So, I guess we'll I see. Know. Well, is that going to deter me from wanting to go to Super Nintendo World? No, I still want to go. <laughs> I still want to uh, <laughs> take a look at everything. Just when it's less busy. Yeah. Yeah. It's still, uh, we still plan on going at some point. Uh, it's just not going to be as enjoyable as I would have wanted it to be. Uh, I yeah. know that there's people listening that are like, but you have a couple months. You can lose a little bit of weight. It's not that easy. <laughs> it's not that well, easy. Well, we'll see. I, we, I I mean, I guess it's just uh, you wait and see if the if, if the boot fits. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I think we can move on. So back to the Disney okay. celebration kicking off. Uh, we got <laughs> back to uh, Mickey thing. and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Much nicer seats. Uh, don't have to uh, wait yeah, for a green light belt. for that one. Okay. Uh, they had the previews and then the official kickoff. Uh, hey, Straw Hat Goofy was there. Remember we talked about him and the whole Disney 100 thing, part of his idea mm-hmm. and everything. They had him hosting the Disney parks uh, live celebration thing that they did on YouTube, mm-hmm. TikTok, and Facebook, I believe. So it was kind of cool. It was also his birthday apparently. Yeah. So imagine that was the one where it was like in the middle of the work day, right? <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. It was, it like, was like 2 like PM on a yeah. so weird. Like, <laughs> um, but uh, super cool for him. Uh, they have a big Mickey statue where they normally have the pumpkin and the Christmas tree and stuff like that. It's a big silver statue. looks super cool. With a missed quote on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> then we have the castle kind of dressed up a little bit with a Disney 100 like placard or like a... It's like a big like, like medallion-y kind like a, of yeah. like shield looking thing with it. yeah, it's got Flora like crest, Fauna and right? Meriwether yeah. yeah it's a big old old thing uh, they also <laughs> added fountains to the sides of the castle I thought that was a nice little touch I oh by the way I saw a super mm-hmm. funny video on TikTok about the fountains uh, mm-hmm. do you know the strategy people use on on TikTok and reels to get more engagement uh, something about text or something I don't know no. Not a clue. So, you, put, you put for so, the boys. That was one I was watching today. No. I don't know. So this strategy that people are using is that they purposely add mistakes to their videos. Because if you add a mistake, people will comment mm. that's not how you mm-hmm. say it. Or that's not this. Or that's not that. And to the algorithm, it doesn't matter it's what they're engagement. saying. It just yeah. counts yeah. as engagement. And so it gets boosted. And so it gets shared more. It gets put out more. And you get, you kind of get to sniff them out after a while, right? You could tell yeah. when they're doing it specifically for this. Like, if that was, like, every video from now on is going to have mistakes if I ever make any videos of the parks. Like, yeah. they're all right? going to be mis... Th- I'm going <laughs> to mispronounce names. I'm going to say... Quote everything. To Walt Disney everything. World. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Walt Disney Earth. Um, <laughs> we... 
so he puts this he's like taking this video of the fountains at the castle and he's like wow guys and i'm paraphrasing because i don't remember exactly what they were saying but it's, it's something along the lines of wow guys look at these fountains that they installed are so full of disney magic that in the morning when the light hits it they create rainbows and <laughs> literally every yeah. comment was like it's called refraction don't you know science don't you <laughs> didn't you go to the sixth grade and i'm just like wow the, the strategy <laughs> works right yeah. like it obviously works because they're blowing up these videos so good good for them that i thought yeah. that was pretty funny you know that one's actually kind of clever like it's it more is. like being sarcastic than like intentionally just saying something wrong like that one's like that seems pretty clever to me so yeah <laughs> i like that one so mickey and minnie's runaway railway uh Choo-choo. obviously they're still building some stuff out in toontown the attraction mm-hmm. is housed as part of the facade known as the El Capitoon Theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did remove the fountain. So I did want to ask you how you feel about R.I.P. the Roger Rabbit fountain. I weep, weep inside every day. Rest in peace, Roger Rabbit fountain. For $4 a month, you two can help me acquire the funds to acquire the Roger Abbott Fountain at auction. Uh, thank you for your support. Um, but anyway, no, I th- <laughs> I mean, I understand why they got rid of it. I, I, I still think they could have just kept the fountain and put grass around it. Um, and I believe that that section isn't complete yet. I think they opened it up because it's kind of hard to... It would just have like a straight line... of walls straight to the theater you know where the attraction is um so i have a feeling they're not done i think there's going to be some other stuff added to that because right now it does just look like a big patch of fake grass with a couple of light posts and a couple of trees um like there and then it's just like the wall there's no benches but it does look like people are enjoying that space that grass as just like a place to rest and let kids run around and stuff which is you know good um but I do not see why, you know, they they could have even made the fountain smaller and just had Roger in a little small fountain or put him somewhere else. Um, I mean, the attraction's still there. And so, you know, Roger still has a, uh, a spot in Toontown. Um, it's still, you know, kind of makes me, I don't know, not mad, um, but sad, I guess. I don't know that Roger gets like, in the 90s, they're really trying to, like, like boost up Roger. They're like, it's like Mickey, Millie, Donald, Goofy, Pluto, Roger Rabbit. Like, it was like number six was Roger Rabbit. They're like, ah, Chip and Dale, Daisy, who cares? Roger Rabbit. And he was in everything. And then they kind of just gave up on Roger Rabbit. Um, so, like, the new Toontown sign has, uh, like, each letter has, like, a different, like, color scheme to represent um different characters on you know spelling out toontown so the t is mickey and yeah 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 yeah. not a single one of those is roger rabbit they put a clarabelle cow on the ding dangin toontown sign and not roger freaking rabbit who has a whole dang attraction in the land one of two well three attractions in the land one is roger rabbit and they couldn't be bothered 
to include him on the Toontown sign. So, you know, Roger Rabbit needs a little more love, I think. They took away Agreed. the bathroom signs with Roger Rabbit on them. The bathroom signs used to be Roger and Jessica. Now it's just like shape of a, a person. Uh, so, you know, I don't know if it's just like some weird like deal with Steven Spielberg and Amblin and Robert Zemeckis and all these people who who have their hands in uh, Roger Rabbit besides Disney. But I don't know, like, how hard is it to, like, put a little yellow and blue polka dotted bow tie on the thing and be like, that's Roger Rabbit instead of Clara Clarabelle cow let me let me say that again you know all of the Clarabelle stuff that's uh, that's all around everybody loves Clarabelle cow I mean no diss to Clarabelle she's great ice cream and whatever in California Adventure and there's one in Toontown but come on it's just ice cream (laughs) Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin he's got a whole ding dangin attraction you got mickey and minnie's runaway railway roger rabbit cartoon spin gadgets go coaster gadget chip and dale's gadget coaster i think it's what's called now but still come on man i'm i rant over i'm just gonna get worked up on this roger rabbit <laughs> thing i don't know i also just don't like the new toontown sign how they made all the letters like characters because i think it looks cheesy um i think it looks like um like weird packaging for like a toy or something as opposed to a sign. Anyway, that's me being grumpy old man again. Just do some more Roger Rabbit stuff. I don't know. The new attraction looks cool though. We can move on to that so I can yeah. uh, stop being upset. <laughs> you know, before we move on, I I know that you're upset about the fountain going right, but if they don't want, if they're not going to put that fountain back, I know that they they they're planning on putting another fountain in there, but the sketch that they used was like mini like growing mini, flowers or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very cartoony. I think this is the perfect opportunity to bring back the Sorcerer Mickey fountain. Remember the the Sorcerer From Mickey fountain DCA? that was in front of Monsters Inc. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So if you play Disney Dreamlight Valley. You know that there is a version of that, but it's like a three-tier fountain with like a golden sorcerer Mickey. Like that version from Disney Dreamlight Valley should be in Toontown or Fantasia Gardens or something, right? Because if they're going to start incorporating like more stuff from the parks into the game, it should work the opposite way too. Like they should, we should see stuff from the game in the parks as well and that fountain's a really great way of integrating it into it and like you could go scan a barcode or something or like it picks up your nfc or bluetooth or something and you get like a special toontown item for dreamlight valley i don't know like it's an idea disney run with it go game loft run run <laughs> and you know what if they're not going to put the roger rabbit fountain back uh you can ship it to me uh i will display it uh lovingly right i'll Right there, next oh, to nice. Mickey, I'll have right, right next to Mickey Roger on the Rabbit. Desk. Perfect. I'll, you know what? I'll put I'll put uh, a Roger Roger Rabbit can sleep in the bed with me at night. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. There uh, might Roger be some Rabbit logistical issues there, but okay. Yeah, shh. Don't well, let's not worry about it. Um, <laughs> Roger Rabbit will the statue will sit in this chair and be part of Bonketeers. I don't know. It's just we'll we'll make would, it work. That we'll, would you settle? Uh, speaking of Dreamlight Valley, would you settle 
if they gave you a Roger Rabbit fountain for your valley? I will settle for anything Roger Rabbit at this point. Like, it's... <laughs> nothing Nothing gets made. It's It's very sad. You get a pin every once in a while... You get a, you know, mostly pins. That's all you really find. Roger Rabbit pin every once in a while. Um, that's about it. There's a whole attraction. My, t like, two of my favorite attractions. I'm going to go on this rant. I'm so sorry. Two of my favorite attractions have zero amount of merchandise. Indiana Jones. Roger Rabbit. No attraction-based merchandise. Zero. Zero attraction-based merchandise. And I do not understand why that th this is a thing in 2023, the year of our Lord. I don't know <laughs> why. And when I say our Lord, I mean, of course, Roger Mickey Rabbit. Mouse. Um, of course. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I just, I don't get it. I mean, I, I kind of, I'm guessing it's just something to do with mass appeal and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. But there's but, a bunch of us who would, be suckers and buying everything. Yeah, let me. Yeah. I'm a sucker. Like, I, like I will buy saying. it. I just bought a freaking phone stand of a Mouseker uh, award from the Disney Legend or Disney 100, whatever collection it's called. I spent too much money on it, but I should have bought it when I'm at Disneyland next to get the annual pass discount because they're selling at the parks, but I wanted to have it now um, <laughs> and I didn't want to risk not getting it. So I bought that thing. I will buy all of the things when they came out with that new indie pin. I was like, I am buying this now who want like it's I don't know. Just merchandise, like just just make me a thing, like make people things, like almost every other attraction. Like it is also kind of like ridiculous that other large attractions like Space Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain don't have that much merchandise either. Like it's like a couple of T-shirts and stuff. Um, yeah, but Space Mountain has a board game at least. So I mean, so does Big Thunder Mountain. True. Yeah. So, but they like in the parks, it's just like okay, here's Haunted Mansion, here's Pirates of the Caribbean, and then here's a bunch of like uh, I don't know, uh, Dumbo dolls and you know uh, I don't know Mirabelle. I don't know what's at Disneyland right now. <laughs> I haven't been in a while, but <laughs> it's like you have this attraction. There's a gift shop in Toontown. Like there's a gift shop across from Indiana Jones. Put some merchandise in there that is like based on the attraction. Just like one thing, two things. The last thing we got from Indiana Jones was a fanny pack, and I own it. It's up on the shelf. That's um, true. Nice. So, <laughs> should fanny we get you the pack. jacket, the jacket and the shirt, the the white plain shirt that's the based white on the plain movie, shirt. Not the should attraction. we get that for you? Oh, sorry. I mean, if you want, but I want an attraction-based merchandise, please. Okay. I know I've gone on this rant so many times. I'm going to stop now. I apologize to everybody listening for me we'll sounding like, you know, squeaky, wheatly, you know. I'm just going over and over this so many times. But there's there's my plea. Because you love it. Because You're I passionate, love it. yeah. And I want to buy it. <laughs> it's like, this is the one time that you're like, Disney, take my money. And they're like, yeah, Andrew, just relax. I want <laughs> Yeah. They're like, we don't want it. We don't <laughs> want your money. <laughs> Speaking of merchandise. So do you see? So the Mickey and Minnie, the, the you guys seen the videos or the, the stuff coming out of the queue? The like everybody's posting stuff of like all the Easter eggs in the queue and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. 
so there's there's a popcorn like thing right you've seen this popcorn thing uh-huh and and the popcorn are shaped like mickey minnie and donald's heads yeah i love and it and i was so i was going through these articles and somebody discovered that if you look at them closely they have a little hole at the top and bottom of these these popcorn pieces and what they are was i guess in tokyo i think it was tokyo or hong kong i don't remember exactly but they had made this character popcorn bracelets Ooh. and these are the same thing if they didn't make them specifically for this they just had these like popcorn bracelets that and that's what these holes are in the in the pieces of popcorn it's to be strung on a bracelet so these are either made from the same mold or there's just like a bunch of them left over and they put them in this thing i'll have to see if i can find the bracelet and send (laughs) it to you guys but it's it's bizarre that it's like the exact same thing um but the cue is like is uh I think it's really nice. It's I think it's a definitely a huge step up from the one in Disney World. Oh, absolutely. The queue is gorgeous. I mean the the story is obviously a little different, right? Because when you go to the one at Hollywood Studios, it's modeled after the Grommens Theater in Hollywood mm-hmm. here in California. And it you know, they took over the great movie ride building. So the mm-hmm. premise was you were walking into the exact replica of the Chinese Grommens Theater. And then you eventually got to go see movies, you know, that were being highlighted throughout the years. For Runaway Railway there, you're basically still walking through the theater. You get to a big screen, you see a little movie, and then it sets you up for the attraction. And so, like, you're watching the movie there, Mm -hmm. whereas here in California, you're in Toontown and you're a part of the movie, versus watching it in Walt Disney World. So it's a little bit different. The attraction itself is pretty much the exact same thing, same track, same um, visuals. But the queue, the way that they set it up, highlighting the different cartoons that Mickey's been a part of and the props that he's used, like you're walking into a real life, like Mickey... how do you how else do you explain it right you're walking into mickey's life in the movies and so mm-hmm. you're seeing all the it's props like and a, everything he used along the way that's like a museum of Mickey's, yeah it's like, basically props. that's a great way to put it yeah have you seen the the mirror with the with the lonesome ghost no <laughs> that is one of my favorite things in the entire queue uh, you see the dresser, you see the mirror, and when you stare at it long enough, the ghost kind of like begins to wipe it down, and they appear. That's uh, cool. Right on the, on the on the glass, it's like it's super cool. Um, they, they have That's like Disco neat. Mickey is a part of it. Uh, the Mickey and the Beanstalk Beanstalk <laughs> is there. They had they had the Mickey. Uh, uh, what was it? The the Mouser size. No oh, way. The Mouser size. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a really <laughs> great collection. Um, you know, I Harry ended up posters. watching. Yeah, I ended up watching a couple of walkthrough videos because uh, although I plan on eventually going to see it, I couldn't wait uh, because I knew it was going to be so different from mm-hmm. the Disney World version. You know, I don't regret watching those videos. They're great. The attraction is, like I said, it's basically the same thing. Uh, I will say that it still bothers me that. Um, there's a disconnect in like the 
the visuals because they're all physical elements except for the faces are projected, right? Like for Mickey and Minnie on certain parts of the attraction. And I don't know about you, but it bothers me that the contrast of the black is so lighter and so gray looking compared to the other black around it that it, it, it looks projected. It looks fake. It takes you out of the animatronic element of it. And mm-hmm. like I, I'm being nitpicky at this point, right? But yeah. it just it, it's always bothered me about that attraction. And some of the other attractions that use the projection technology like that as well. Well, yeah, and I wonder how much of that like is exaggerated in a video camera versus in person too like like I wonder if it will because of how you know irises work and it's like a brighter thing it tries to you know adjust so I bet you it still doesn't look 100% perfect but it might look a little better in person um some of those projected faces uh yeah but their head shapes are just so weird I think it's (laughs) it's very funny (laughs) you know what It, it just bothers me that we're like I look at the animatronics that we have here at like in California or even videos of the animatronics at Disney World and I'm like cool 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 and then I look at like, the Beauty and the Beast animatronics <laughs> or this new are, Elsa uh, animatronic that they're or, doing or yeah the, the new Elsa one I was like man they are just amazing animatronics like when do we get yeah. that here <laughs> I mean, the Shaman of Songs and the uh, Navi River Journey is is a very impressive animatronic, like That's the, true. the Avatar. That's true. That, I mean, but it's like it's like one in a sea of of many. Like you know, you have that. I mean, the Ursula animatronic is pretty good, but it's nothing like super realistic. But that was another thing where they added like squash and stretch like to an animatronic which was something that they yeah. hadn't done before in the Ursula animatronics but it's just having that those uber realistic like like the the best thing we have is like the Kylo Ren thing yeah. and he has a mask on the yeah. whole time like it's it's you know that the stuff in Rise looks good except for like the uh Finn one which is photos of that is kind of scary when you see him he's like they did not do a great job on Finn um but yeah it's i i don't know what the what the problem is with investing in animatronics i guess it's a repair thing or whatever i don't know uh maybe when we get uh Disneyland Forever or Forward or whatever that was called Maybe we'll get some new animatronics. Who knows? Maybe there'll be a new indie animatronic in the ride when it opens up. Probably not. Oh, you never know. Or a new rock. The rock? Not Dwayne. Not DJ. Yeah. (laughs) I mean an actual rolling rock. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. Boulder. Sorry. Yeah, Before you went on to that, I was like, oh, there's wishful thinking. Nope. That's not (laughs) That's His his name is uh, Frank... uh, something wolf is that his name frank wolf did i pull that out of thin air is that right in the jungle cruise movie is that his name oh i don't remember the rock is it frank wolf oh i don't remember I don't either somebody i don't somebody remember. out there what one of the squad cateers that's their new name i'm i'm dubbing it now unless they object <laughs> one of the squad cateers uh, tell me if it was, did i come up with that right frank wolf no that's the guy from american pickers isn't it i don't know somebody, <laughs> i don't know <laughs> well either way the attraction is awesome i can't wait till uh i I'm have an opportunity to go write it and 
I I just I would love to see that queue in person. So mm-hmm. uh, I know that it's going to be Lightning Lane and Genie Plus uh, for a while. I don't know if that's going to be a permanent thing, but uh, you there will not be a standby line. You will have to do Genie Plus. You will have to do uh, Lightning Lane for it. So be prepared 7 a.m. to try to get your your pass. Uh, it's going to work like some of the other attractions where you can get one or you could try for it in the morning. You could try again at like 2 p.m., I believe, to try to get a, a, a pass if you didn't get one in the morning. But uh, it, it might be difficult to to get an opportunity to ride it for the first several weeks, especially if you're not um, uh, there when the park opens or if you have internet issues or anything with your phone around 2 p.m. Uh, I know with Rise of the Resistance, that was one of the big um, issues with people trying to get the 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 boarding passes for it. But hopefully yep. they'll uh, <laughs> iron out some of those issues. Hopefully they'll add some more Wi-Fi in the park, and then um, we should be better. But we'll see. Hey, I was right. It's Frank Wolf. I looked it Is up. Is it? <laughs> Fantastic Frank, job. <laughs> Frank Wolf. Yeah, good great job. memory, I dude. pulled that out of... Mm-hmm. That, that I, I don't know if that's a memory. I think that was pure luck. <laughs> <laughs> Go buy a lottery ticket now. Minute. That's fine. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess I'm going to, down to 7-Eleven and make sure. <laughs> On that note, I think it's time to begin wrapping up the podcast. So before we do, uh, it's time to uh, enjoy some great moments with Mr. Andrew. Dun, 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 dun. We should play that every time. Dun, 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 dun. The president like <laughs> thing. That's got to have Four a name, right? Four score and seven years ago. Our, Our forefathers. I am a man of slight complexion. I did that last time. I don't know. I got to learn more of this uh, attraction. Anyway, great moments with Mr. Andrew. Here we are, folks. The years are 1931 and 1932. Going to be kind of a short one um, as uh, uh, kind of a uh, just kind of like a nice, easy years, like, you know, couple of, nothing too terribly exciting. I mean, a couple of exciting things, but 1931, pretty even keel year for the company. Um, Disney starts sending animators uh, to classes at Chenard Art Institute. There's more Mickey Mouse merchandise created, including a hardback book and a coloring book. Also, 1931, the company starts work on an animated feature based on Alice in Wonderland. But the production stops when a live-action Alice movie is released. So that was kind of the the first uh, inklings of a feature-length animated film for the Disney company is actually an Alice in Wonderland movie. And then uh, by the end of 1931, uh, they had completed 11 Mickey shorts and 10 silly symphonies. Um, 1932, a little bit more stuff going on. Art Babbitt uh, begins working at the studio. Um, If you don't know Art Babbitt, uh, he is considered by many to be uh, the greatest animator ever. During his Disney career, uh, he took Dippy Dog and developed him into Goofy. Um, he animated the Queen and Snow White, uh, Geppetto and Pinocchio, uh, Mr. Stork and Dumbo. Um, Art also was a leader in the uh, animator strike, but that's 
a topic for another <laughs> one of these segments because that that will definitely come up again in in a um, number of weeks. Um, but uh, with some convincing for Art Babbitt, Walt starts having the classes for animators at the studio instead of sending them to Chouinard Art Institute. Um, but he would bring in lectures from there, from the, from the Art Institute, just so people didn't have the drive. Everything was kind of in-house. But this is also the year Walt decides he wants to make a cartoons in color. Um, so he signs an exclusive deal with Technicolor to use their three-color process. It's a two-year deal, um, so they get to work right away, uh, figuring stuff out with that. Uh, memberships in Mickey Mouse clubs reach a million members uh, in this year. Um, and then after that, signing that deal, the first color cartoon, Disney Silly Symphony Flowers and Trees, premieres at the Grauman Chinese Theater. It goes on to be nominated and then win an Academy Award in a new category for that year, uh, Short Subjects Cartoons. Um, the company also, or they are also awarded um, an Honorable Mention Oscar Award to Walt Disney Productions for distinctive achievements uh, for creating Mickey Mouse. Um, so they got two Oscars. The company got two Oscars that year. Um, by the end of the year, the company had completed 13 Mickey Mouse shorts and six silly symphonies. So yeah, the first of many Oscars for the Walt Disney Company um, in 1932. So uh, a, a short one this week, but... Uh, a lot of fun stuff happened in, in these years. Uh, I didn't know they got the second one for creating Mickey Mouse. I knew about the first one. Yeah, I like didn't a, know about the second one. It's like an honorable... I don't know exactly like what... Like if it was a statue or not, or if it was just like an honorable whatever. I don't know. But it, it was it was part of this um, same ceremony that he he got a... The company, did Walt Disney Productions, got a, a, a honorable award for creating Mickey Mouse. Um very in that cool. same uh, segment uh, or uh, that uh, category, a Mickey cartoon was also nominated, uh, but it got beat out by Flowers and Trees, which is <laughs> not surprising. <laughs> uh, goes on cool. to be, yes, a very, very big for the company, Flowers and Trees, and the Technicolor process. Right on. Well, thank you for another awesome segment. I learned something just like, uh, like I do with Quizneyland episodes, so that's always fun. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Anything else before we wrap up today's episode? Nope. Uh, don't bring fireworks into Disneyland. That's a good one. Let's well let's said. end. Let's. Uh, I'll I'll just reiterate that. That's it. Bring it home. All right. That's it. That is going to wrap up this episode. So until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya, Squad Kateers. Part of the Podcateers Network.